Tyler Goat Story Dennering. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm Connor. It's very important to remember just how horrible all men are. Hanson. <laughs> I'm Grayson. I feel like I win when I lose. Hanson. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> so no matter how today's podcast goes, you'll be a winner. Yes. <laughs> Even if you lose. <laughs> Even past the elimination round when we all have to sing a song from Mamma Mia, here we go again. Oh, oh boy, here we go. That's <laughs> But uh, this is the franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. And today we are joined once again by self-proclaimed, everyone's favorite guest, Grayson Hansen. But, you know, she's ushered into a plane of existence where only local bad boy Cutter White has been before being on two episodes (laughs) in a row. (laughs) That's true. Mm hmm. Good and uh, I did see in the show notes for Mamma Mia 1, it's, it, you did write down self-proclaimed Connery, but I, yeah. think, I think she deserves the mantle. Of everyone's favorite guest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she already did. Like, it's not, I guess it's, it's only ours to bestow because it's, you're on our podcast, but you, you, you already knew you had it within you this whole time. Do I we have it knew. in me? Because that's their new album. Yeah. I think I hear a bittersweet song for Mamma Mia 3. For Mamma Mia 3. <laughs> That was off the top of my head. I didn't even practice that. Yeah, good. Thank you. What you really honor. don't. You don't have to change any lyrics. <laughs> I mean, they honor. don't for this. Does ABBA have a new album? Is that what you're saying? They do. Yes. You didn't know that? Oh my god, it's amazing. No. They were snubbed. They were snubbed at the Grammys. Mm, it's really um, good. Wow. There's one Christmas song on it. Yes. For funsies. <laughs> who beat a? Who beat ABBA? Was it like Machine Gun Kelly or something? It was Dear Dude. Evan Hansen. It was Dear, it was Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was it really? I'm no, I don't know. It was Machine Gun Kelly. No, was I have I have no idea, but they were totally they were totally snubbed. So uh, that's yeah. I didn't have the I didn't have it in me to look I further. Didn't have it in me because of their snub. I still rude. have faith in you. Record of the year 2022 pending result pending. Somebody needs to update this Wikipedia page. How yeah. insulting! I have faith in you. That's, that's a good song. song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like... Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Go on. I don't know, listen. The the plot of this movie was just so thick and dense <laughs> and layered that it's like, it it's a whiplash from Mamma Mia 1 where all of a sudden, you know, you're like, is this, is there a plot? Is there a conflict? I hate the first half of this movie. No? Like, I hate it so much. You <laughs> like, don't know in that. the entirety. Yeah, I know that. You don't, <laughs> you don't that. know that. I watched the movie twice. The movie. I know that. <laughs> you didn't watch it correctly, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Through the proper lens. You don't know that. <laughs> um, I may have had somewhat similar thoughts. But I know oh it's so good. The, we'll Grayson, to... the first half of this movie is pissed. Like, come on. No, wow. Because it begins and well we have to you. we have to do more segments before this no, no, no. <laughs> yeah because it begins we start at the beginning right oh oh i'm yeah. sorry the i'm dawn sorry of time. i didn't do the what's new I'm yeah sorry. we have to do what's new tyler hit <laughs> it it's all good we all we all got what's too new? excited about mama mia here we go again <laughs> yeah. Can you movie play that <laughs> no no i thought you know you know this movie really surprised me in so many ways i'll, I'll just leave it at that uh, just to uh, tease the audience Ooh. to listen to our four-hour-long episode today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the intricacies of every father in this movie. Oh, yeah. Every younger man playing the father. 
But uh, uh, before we talk, I hate all three of them. Before we talk about Mama Mia, here we go again. <laughs> we have to do our usual oh, segment of what's new. Bow. And this is our usual segment where we just discuss any new media we've been consuming, movies, TV, musicals, uh, mm. books. You know, sometimes I forget about books, and then sometimes like, guests will, like, uh, everyone's favorite guest, Grayson Hansen, will come on and be like, I read. I'm like, I forget what books are. So. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. I love Audible. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just listen to a bunch of podcasts instead, and it kind of just, like, I should just listen to books sometimes. You do what you enjoy and don't let anybody make you feel bad about it. You should stop patronizing our competition, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Connery making me feel this way. <laughs> Every time you listen to Podcast the Ride, you just feel so much guilt. <laughs> the like the very easy I, I listen to a few easy listening podcasts and I feel so bad every time. <laughs> don't. Don't. That's I'm really yeah. happy to know you do that. Don't undermine my Thank guilt. <laughs> uh Connery, what's new with you? Uh what is new with me? I have two ghostly things that I've watched and dash played recently. Oh my where I think two nights ago, I watched Crimson Peak again for... The gothic wow. romance? The gothic romance Crimson Peak, which I hadn't seen in such a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's been in the back of my mind to watch it again for so long. And I watched it, and I was really kind of nervous. Like, I wonder if this is like as good as I remembered it being, or if this will be kind of like shitty looking back on it. But I was right because it is excellent. Hey, hey, hey! Connery's <laughs> yelling at his dog. Connery's <laughs> yelling at his dog. <laughs> There's a ghost in the background. And his name is Niles. Barking at people from his perch on high. Can I hold him? Yes, of course you can hold him. Yes, you can hold him. Niles Niles is a... Go see our governess. Niles is painted red. He's painted red. (laughs) Yeah, he's head to toe in the deep red clay of the Crimson Peak. But yeah, so I watched it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, in fact, probably liked it a lot <laughs> it's probably too much i was watching i was like this is really really good still. i still haven't seen it it looks cool. you haven't seen it no i feel like that's something i'd like though you'd really really yeah. like this yeah i feel like that's something i'd like yeah do you hear niles on the headset i don't know i can't hear him <laughs> he's the third guest today Just yeah but so yeah watch that loved it i recommend everybody watch crimson peak i feel like it was treated very unfairly when it first came out and everyone was giving it so much shit but yeah watch crimson peak and then i played the game ghostwire tokyo which another game that i feel like is getting a bad shake where uh ign gave it a seven i think and then game informer gave it an eight and i was like this game is really fun, you know. It, I think, I think it is like an eight something or other, but it's really fun. Like, I don't know, going from Eldering, which is really like intense and like hardcore, mm-hmm. to like kind of like a chill, like first person, like magic game where I'm just like shooting finger guns or like and wind blasts come out of like Japanese ghosts is kind of simple and fun and like a good little like. <sighs> what what's what's the thing in the middle of a meal, Grayson? Cleanse. Thank you. A good palate cleanser. We love a good palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Is that when you take like the wet towel and you put it in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's when you stick the wet towel in your mouth. Oh my god, when you guys do Princess Diaries, can I be on it? 
Of course. Oh, yeah. Is that what that's from? I forgot if it was that or like Naked Gun or something. She doesn't like suck on the wet towel, does she? She eats the ice cream and then it gives her brain freeze and then everybody else does it and they get brain freeze. Uh, And then like something happens and somebody trips and then a grape like hits like the prime minister in the face and it's so embarrassing. But Queen Clarice just laughs it off and it's all okay. I was trying to imagine Anne stuffing like a wet towel in her mouth. Oh, no, you don't have to do that. She didn't. (laughs) <laughs> i'm trying to remember what movie that is it's just somebody else somebody out there helped me like they think it's a marshmallow or something and so they put it in their mouth and it's just a towel and they have to pull it out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what movie is that I'm i can't remember Bill Murray. is that Bill what Murray? about bob? yeah it is what about bob uh, well it? he jams a whole bunch of marshmallows in his mouth during one scene and what Wait, about no, bob there's, there's a towel i'm i'm getting bill murray yeah I was like, oh, is it King Ralph or something? But, like, no, it's something newer than that. <laughs> King Richard. Uh, Will Smith sucks a, sips a whole towel in his mouth. We'll come back to it. Yeah, sorry. That's what's new with me. Uh, Tyler, what's new with you? Um, so, you wa- wait, where did you watch Crimson Peak? Did you have to rent it? or? I, 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 watched, on, I watched it on my DVD because I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that's a movie I haven't seen since it came out, and I keep meaning to see it again, especially since we just saw Nightmare Alley again not too long ago. Yeah, we did. Um, so uh, that's so maybe why I, I was on the hankering for some ghosts. Yeah, that's partly my what's new, I guess, is that we went to the New Beverly and saw Nightmare Alley in black and white. Mm. Um, and uh, Yes, it was on yeah, film, too. And they had lots of problems there. in the theater. We met so many snobs, too. It was great. Yeah, maybe I should cut this out just because I <laughs> it was a middling experience that day. Of <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't give you a good time. It's all your fault. Uh, I <laughs> ate too much popcorn and felt gross. That's also oh. Connery's fault. <laughs> it was wait, also wait, wait, Connery, was that the day that you felt sick after eating like popcorn? Oh, yeah, I felt super ill maybe afterwards. Maybe the popcorn made you guys sick there. Yo, oh. Tyler, I didn't tell you, but I felt super yeah. duper ill. Like, I was up all night long with, like, the super shit, so it was horrible. Yeah, and I felt like I was going to vomit all night long. It was terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, similar. Was that how you felt? Similar? Oh, keep, <laughs> let's keep it all in. <laughs> oh, New Beverly, I guess do something about your popcorn because it made both me and Tyler extremely ill. <laughs> it's usually really good, but... Uh, it is. Know, we should cut all this out, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'll but, think uh, about it. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, vomit on your keyboard while you're doing yeah. this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's new with me? <laughs> well, <laughs> I watched Tombstone for the first time. Ooh. Um, the closest thing to Mamma Mia in spirit is yeah. the uh, <laughs> 90s Western Tombstone, which stars every single like leading man and like supporting actor that you've ever seen. Uh, yeah, every, every cool <laughs> man that's ever been in like a movie. <laughs> is yeah, very in it? No, no, I really. Be. Oh, that'd be great. I think yeah. he wasn't like yeah. up to his full might yet, but he should have been in it. He should have been he wasn't like full powered. <laughs> yeah, he should have been a barber or something. Ah, oh, yeah, um, I was gonna, about to say like, he's like the bartender. He owns the inn or something. <laughs> oh yeah, there you like, go. Like but uh, for for anyone that doesn't know, because I, I mean, I, I kind of knew the premise. I just had never seen it, just because I thought this movie would be like overhyped because no. so many people talked about it. It's a uh, Past and impending guest Caprice Castano. It's one of her like lo- like <laughs> movies she just watched a lot as a kid. So mm-hmm. she just would always say like, "You got to watch Tombstone." I'm like, "Oh, it's probably just because like Kurt Russell and 
Oh, Val Kilmer, basically just a bunch of hot dudes with mustaches, <laughs> which yeah. I think is like That's a... I'm sure that was I'm I'm sure that was wow. seminal seminal they for are attractive, like <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you want? Attractive uh, uh, men with a mustache. Yeah, That's an art. Well, you haven't watched Tombstone, then have you? Obviously, <laughs> Val Kilmer with a mustache, Kurt Russell with a mustache. That, it's an art to be able to pull off a mustache. It's very rare when you anybody let's go with a mustache. It is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for and uh, mm-hmm. for any longtime listeners, you'll all know that I have in- intense mustache envy. So <laughs> this was both the perfect and the most cursed movie for me because everyone had immaculate mustaches. <laughs> and uh, even though it's Hollywood filmmaking, I bet all of them were real. But let me just go down this <laughs> list real quick. It's Well, it's about uh, like Wyatt, Kurt Russell's Wyatt Earp, and he basically is like, he says he's not retiring, but he moves to Tombstone. It's like on based on somewhat true events, like with the OK shootout at the OK Corral and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't really tell you how accurate all this stuff is. Uh, Val Kilmer plays Doc Holliday, and they basically have to like deputize themselves and like protect the city when they were originally just uh, outlaws, just like inhabitant citizens. But uh, mm-hmm. let me just go down this list real quick: Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill mm-hmm. Paxton, Michael Bean, Charlton Heston. Stephen Lang, a.k.a. the bad guy from Avatar, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I needed that. Like yeah. The Last Airbender? Or? Uh, the other one. The other blue one. James Cameron. Oh, well then, forgot it. <laughs> yeah. He, he's in a mech suit at the end and has a giant knife for his mech suit. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton has a small part. Yep. Michael Rooker, a.k.a. other blue guy, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy. And Thomas Hayden Church. He's Sandman from Spider-Man Three, and mm-hmm. you know the this, the half of Sideways. It's so it's every this, cool dude in Hollywood at the time. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zane's in this. It's mm-hmm. like a it's just cool he plays guys an actor. Out. Yeah, and last but not least, Terry O'Quinn, who plays Locke on Lost. <laughs> Ooh, but yeah, okay. So basically, there's a bajillion people in this movie, and just the casting is immaculate, and the acting's really great, and. Um, I forget what my overall point for this movie was, but basically, uh, the only thing missing in this movie, I think, was a musical number. Um, oh. I wish. Sam Elliott yeah. starts saying, oh, if I was a gunman on the plains. No, they yeah. just needed, like, it, Ring of Fire or something, you know? <laughs> Ring of Hurt? Yeah, like, hurt. like, Kurt Russell yeah. starts strumming Hurt on his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be great if they had, like, a paint your wagon type <laughs> number in this. <laughs> but uh, Sam Elliott would probably say, this isn't what cowboys do. I'm not yeah. an actor. I'm a cowboy and get really <laughs> mad about everything that's like not super macho like he did on a podcast recently. Yes, uh, I, I recall I recall hearing something about that, that he's lost his yeah. cool a little bit. I, know, though, right now that I want everyone to know right now that Niles is just being my best friend and just laying in my lap and I'm holding him like a little baby. Yes. I'm currently holding Connery's blu-ray copy of tombstone in my lap like a baby <laughs> like a baby <laughs> yeah Aww. uh just kidding i gave it back to him but yeah great yeah. movie it's on hulu right now uh that's what's new with me grayson what's new with you okay so i um registered for my classes today for my master's the media that i've been consuming is reading course descriptions <laughs> yeah and, uh, read one aloud everyone wants um, to know understanding <laughs> psychological diagnosis <laughs> throughout adolescence um but then the book that i'm reading right now okay now niles is getting mad because he's not getting attention um the book that i'm reading is called uh ghosts 
and more ghosts. By, I know. Yeah, more it's ghosts. By, uh, Dolly Parton Alderton Al- Allerton Alderton. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it's basically it's like a modern Bridget Jones diary. It's like mad cute. I really like it. It's like um, I would not expect that from the title. Well, like ghosts, like ghosting. Oh, okay. Like because uh, it's like dating apps. Okay, cute. It's really clever and it's so cute and it's very like modern Bridget Jones, which then is like Pride and Prejudice, and mm. Bridget Jones is a modern Pride and Prejudice, and this is like a modern Bridget Jones. You know, I agree. I I oh. agree with you there. Well, it, it's supposed to be he's Darcy and they work at Pemberley and. Oh, really? That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's really cute. I like listening to it on Audible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But it's really cute. I like it a lot. It's um, it's it's really fun. The last book that I was reading was like super intense, and I'm like, Haha, okay, <laughs> time yeah. to calm down. <laughs> You're doing a similar uh, calm down the, like me. <laughs> yeah. How's the narrator? Because I know that's that's always like at least for oh me. Oh my god, if, uh, it's a audiobook. make or break. It's a make or break. Yeah. But like the girl that narrates it, she straight up sounds like Renee Zell- Zellweger. Is that how you say her last name? Zellweger. Huh. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she sounds like her in Bridget Jones' Diary. So it's like so adds she's to the level. Very like. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah Hugh Grant British. came across my panty collection with his face on it. He did. Is that is that part of Bridget Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Okay. Gonna say, I'm gonna sit down the dog. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I just imagine uh, Colin Firth narrating that book. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that would be delightful. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Listen, Bridget Jones' diary from Colin Firth's perspective would be fantastic because Colin Firth <laughs> is playing the Darcy character in that, and he also played Mr. Darcy in the, like, five-part VHS 1995 version of Pride and Prejudice. And what <laughs> else is Colin... To VHS. <laughs> yeah. And what else Do is you... Colin Firth in? Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Look <laughs> <laughs> like hey, Mia, too. Here we go again. Well, it sounds like we, you have a, your own personal competition of what you're going to cover next on here, whether it's Princess Diaries or <laughs> Bridget Jones' diary. Hey, they've oh my God, I'd love diaries. to, yeah. Mm. I'd love to. Multiple diaries. <laughs> diary of a Wimpy Kid, Princess <laughs> Diaries, Bridget Jones' Diaries, Diaries of a Call Girl. Actually, uh, I've never seen that movie. Uh, um, or you somehow convince us to do like the Pride and Prejudice series and the oh Kira Knightley movie. Okay, if you guys did that, I actually think I could write like a whole video essay. <laughs> Does uh, Chamber of Secrets count as a diary movie? Like oh, as a totally. subgenre? For sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a diary in it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I majored in journalism. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. very useful in our Princess Diaries episode. I mean, not Princess Diaries, <laughs> Christmas Prince. <laughs> Christmas Prince. Christmas Prince, yeah. If anybody, mixed writes, up. if anybody writes in a diary or a journal, I'm the one that talks about the movie. You're there. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, you should have been on our The Batman episode then. <laughs> yeah, because he does have a journal in The Batman. That's cute. It, did, that. it is. We love a mental health bat. Mm hmm. Yeah, a mental health. He needs help, but he's getting he, there. I mean, yeah, like he definitely needs help, and journaling is probably doing the opposite of helping in this case. Dear diary, <laughs> dear diary, there's no stopping the city on Halloween. <laughs> okay, so like, this movie starts, and listen, I was listening to the soundtrack on my walk over here because I walked here, mm-hmm. and okay, there's no um. And I'm listening to the soundtrack. I got about halfway through and I'm just like, oh my God, immaculate, amazing art. And <laughs> art. it opens 
with when I kissed the teacher, right? Oh, yeah, right. That's a weird one. And no, that moment <laughs> where she has the tearaway graduation gown. If I had seen this movie in high school, the way I would have felt like I needed to perform that. You get like Jamie and Katie to like be The way I would have been like, this dynamos. is my calling yeah. to perform this you, inter- you interrupt the real <laughs> valedictorian and just do your own thing. Oh, my God. Literally, literally. Just wow, the way I would have needed to perform that. <laughs> when I kissed the teacher, teacher. Oh. <laughs> when I kissed the teacher, I'm gonna and really her, try to kill that one. Yeah. And her outfit, oh my god, amazing, fantastic! Once again, the costuming, the colors, even uh, even before that, just the uh, the intro where you see the. Um, the island and it ends up being yeah. a postcard i'm like ooh, i like this little intro it's like a little storybook and she's singing her little song and it's so a very cute. sad version of it though and it's just i can't i'm i think i'm literally gonna cry talking about this movie <laughs> you're gonna cry talking about it i may have teared up at certain points in this movie uh oh my god not to skip ahead, but like the ending where she's like, you know, doing that thing, and then you're like, I'm just like full body screaming, crying, throwing up, doing, like, I, doing what thing? I mean, I think you could spoil it. It's fine. Like I don't remember. <laughs> I just don't remember what you're talking about exactly. Like okay, her ghost when, singing or what? When she's in her like labor pains, and then Sophie's walking down the like. Oh, I thought that part was really weird. No, I'm like <laughs> screaming, crying, throwing up. Like, it's so good. She's like silently screaming through her labor as like Sophie's doing the christening. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. Um, just speaking to, I think we should start just from the beginning a little bit, just in that yeah. Connery as uh, similar to you, where like the first half of his movie is like. Like, I was really not that engaged, and I'm like, mm, Meryl Streep's not in this. Like, you're going to just, like, try to replace Meryl Streep, and, like, yeah. and just, like, the younger actors playing. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I almost would have liked the, like, Colin Firth, Pierce Brosnan, and uh, Stellan Skarsgård playing their younger selves, but, like, yeah, it's, like, really young. <laughs> it's really <laughs> so old, they man. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, they I don't really think, weird, but. I don't think the boys were cast great, but the girls were cast they found clones of them. Yeah, like, I agree. That, immaculate that was like disgusting almost. I was like, how'd you do that? You know the girl who plays <laughs> Tanya? She's the main Heather and Heather's on, or was the main Heather on, right. and Heather's on Broadway. I didn't know that. Yeah. But she has that energy. Are we going to have an issue? <laughs> yeah. Literally. What's her damage? Yeah, what's her damage? But yeah. But that she's like a clone of her. Like oh, they, they both are. It it's super girl, the weird. Girls. The girls are fantastic. The guys they really phoned it in. They just like got hunks, and the hunks are fine. Yeah. Not even the guy who plays Bill. Bill. He seems like totally your type. Wait, that's a, like. Bill was Bill's cute, and I think it was more so like Bill sold his bit in the way that I think Bill needed to sell his bit. Bill's the one with the boat, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm like that's who I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Bill sold the like, oh, I'm like the happy, funny, go lucky guy, and mm-hmm. he sold that really well, and like that's what made him cute, along with their like adorable little like boat choreography sequence, mm-hmm. like beyond five stars, adorable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think 
all the actresses uh, cast as the younger versions of the of the uh, what's the, the dynamos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, it was great. And then the men were kind of just like they weren't bad, but it just like wasn't anything too dynamic. Um, they're just they're like you know, kind of generically good looking, and mm-hmm. and it was just like my biggest disappointment yeah. with, with that, I guess, is like Stellan Skarsgård has four sons that are actors. And really? <laughs> like, yeah, like we couldn't I have know, called any of them. <laughs> like, I know not all of them are like, like maybe they're just too extreme. Where it's like uh, Alexander Skarsgård, you know, he's just like he's he played like Tars. I don't know. He's in a bunch of stuff, but he's just like. like I don't know who this person is. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, look him up. Um, his other son, Bill Skarsgård, it plays uh, uh. It. Wait, um, no, But yeah, this Alexander... Guy... Grayson, you know who Bill Skarsgård is? He's the guy who played It in the in It, the movie, you know? I don't With, like, know the, who that the is. With the guy who did like, the cross-eyed thing. He plays a scary clown. But Alexander Skarsgård is just kind of like a classical like, Hollywood hunk uh, kind of like looking you know person. What? He looks too old for that role. Show me a picture. Yeah. And he just, like, to me, if you show me this picture, I'd be like, that's Chris Pratt. Show me. That's not, well, that kind of is Chris Pratt. It's like Chris Pratt and Ryan Gosling kind of merged together. Yeah, I'm, like, facially blind. I can't tell people apart. Well, you are right in that case. He kind of looks like Chris Pratt and Ryan Gosling. he's too old to be playing, like, a college graduate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then I guess, like, Bill Skarsgård's maybe too extreme. But it's, like, the thing with Stellan Skarsgård that I think has translated to, like, all of his sons is that, uh, like, Bill Skarsgård's, like, I think attractive conventionally. Like, I don't know. Conventional is, like, a weird word to talk about. Bill looks scary, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, like, he has, like, the angular face and everything, but he could be, like, a little too scary to be in a Mamma Mia movie, He's ominous. He's like Doug Jones. I kind of love, though, that he's, like, they're Swedish actors. I'm here for it. Yeah, and it's like uh, Stellan Skarsgård is like, <laughs> like he's in a lot of weird movies, and he's a weirdo. Like even in the Marvel movies, he plays like this doctor scientist guy who's like Thor's friend, and he gets mind controlled in the Avengers, and he's just like running around naked on the roof. <laughs> like that's in a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and like I'm really glad he had the bit of his like twin in this movie because like finally something interesting going on in the beginning of this movie like just weird weirdo stuff where his yeah. twin brother is like accepting the award. Oh um, my god, that was such a great moment! And yeah, then, I was yeah. like, he got fat. What <laughs> An interesting story about the goat. I was so delighted that he like gained a lot of weight, like his yeah. character. I mean, and then it's his twin. I'm like, this still works because he's just like, don't let him tell the goat story, and then he's <laughs> about to tell it. This story about a goat. <laughs> okay, but then here's the thing that I saw on Tumblr many moons ago. The thing about the goat story is like the motif of goats in Mamma Mia because it's, oh, they're staying in my old goat house, right? And then yes. Bill oh. has this hilarious story about a goat. And then a goat Donna sees her. makes that face at that goat. And then it's a stretch, but people were like, Oh, it's because she's like that goat follows her, and like her and that goat, like they have like beef. Like her and this goat have like a beef. Oh, and I thought so, like the goats her spirit animal, maybe. Well, in which case, what a delightful her. spirit animal to yeah. have for a beautiful young woman. <laughs> Your spirit animal's a goat. Are there are there goats in Sweden? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's that movie Lamb. <laughs> 
which uh, I think takes place I'm, in Sweden. I don't know. And you know, lambs are goats. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, look if there's goats thing. in sweet in Sweden. There's no penguins in Alaska, but there's goats in Sweden. <laughs> yeah. That's that should be a new phrase. Or what no, does it mean? Yeah. Are there penguins in Alaska? <laughs> No, it's uh, there's no penguins in Alaska, but there's goats in Sweden, and that means kind of yeah. like, um, it's not. It means what do you your think. homework. Mm, it yeah. means do your homework. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a reference to a emo band song, and <laughs> you uh, guys, I don't know. You guys, this is gonna blow your mind. Most goats. This is generalizing. Most goats come from Sweden. <laughs> are. Of the Swedish or Scandinavian land race, and we have approximately 12,000 goats in the country. Wow. That's a lot of goats. That's a lot of goats. Wow. How do we know this isn't like farm. Scandinavian goat propaganda, though? How dare you? <laughs> How, dare How dare you? How dare you speak so low of our people? <laughs> our people, Tyler. <laughs> My people, too. Yeah, I know. So hey. I said our people. <laughs> oh, our people. Where were we? Goats. Goat story. Okay. Spirit sons. goats. The so beginning goes, of this movie. And then there's and then there's Harry, and he's in his important meeting. And then <laughs> you the, skipped forward so much. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> Go to sleep. And so then Harry is like in his little meeting, and he's like, oh, here's this contract. And then the investors are like, oh, do you have a family? And he's like, I do. I have a daughter, and she's the best thing in my life. And then he's like, "She's everything." She is <laughs> yeah, he's the like best thing. he's just like thinking about it to an awkward degree because everyone else is like, "Uh, we're just trying to do business over here." And he's <laughs> like, still thinking about your daughter." But it, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. It's been like a it's been like what like a twenty hour meeting or something like that. So at this fourteen point, hours like, fourteen hour meeting, and he's like, "You know what? Whatever you want, whatever you want. The contract's beautiful." Let's just get it signed. I have a I have a, a, a party to go to. And he's like, Hi. Oh my god. Okay, so going back, going back, going back. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Okay. Cut. So Connery specifically, I was in the same boat where I'm like, first half of this movie, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. It's just like telling a bunch of flashback stuff. It's like a prequel to the movie, but it's also a sequel. And we've yet and, to drop uh, the bomb for the listeners. Donna's dead. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess this isn't specifically for Connery because we do need. To, we. I was just gonna say to you that my point is that I now I like the first half better because I'm just like Andy Garcia. Who is he? What is he doing? He's the Butler guy. He doesn't really seem to have a much of a character. But then you get yeah. to the second half and you're like, oh, he has his own arc. Like everybody has their own little arc. <laughs> he has an arc, yes. But uh, he's not just okay, hot so old yes. man. So oh we find out that Don is dead. Uh, I don't even like. Do we find out, or they're just like? <laughs> it's understood. It's understood. I believe from the beginning of the movie that she's dead, and yet Sophie has taken control of the hotel. Uh, yeah, Sophie's taken over the inn, and what I I love she's the captain now <laughs> is that the journal that she's had. They try to like beat you over the head with it, right? They're <laughs> like, "Look, this is consistency," but then. What's complete inconsistency is in Mamma Mia 1, they're like, 
Donna says, somebody has it out for me, and I think it's my mother. And she points to the sky, implying her mother is dead. <laughs> and then Tanya says, oh, it's the old Catholic guilt. What happened to our Donna? And she goes, I grew up and grow back down. You can dance. You know, like, then they go into that. Yeah. And so it implies that Donna's mom was this very kind of uptight, religious woman who mm -hmm. died. Yes. And Mamma Mia, here we go again. And then the best bit <laughs> is then when Sophie picks up uh, Tanya and Rosie and she's talking about her grandma and she goes, she hasn't been seen outside of Vegas in years. Like, and that's just like, it's I share. like to, yeah, it's canon to me. It's like, it's Cher. She's not playing a part. It's, it's Cher. Cher. Her, Donna's yeah. mother is Cher. Mm -hmm. And if you just have that state of mind, like the whole movie still works. Yeah, I remember my early canon before this movie came out was this movie wasn't gonna be ABBA songs, so the second one it was going to be only share songs. That's what I was kind of thinking too. Yeah, and I was kind of super hyped for it to be like exclusively share songs for the second one. I really actually wanted it all to be share She's songs. She's like, no matter how oh, hard I try. try. <laughs> yeah, and now Tyler, this is important to us. Share is a big deal in our personal family too. <laughs> oh, two. Yeah, here share two. <laughs> share two. Here we go again. <laughs> why? Why is she just such a big deal? Is because like grew up with a lot of share um, in your household. Our dad really loved share. He had like a cardboard cutout of share, <laughs> and like we have like a ton of like share CDs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was like addicted to share. He was like big into her, and so that kind of stuck around <laughs> after he passed. <laughs> that's my. That's my new like. That's my new emo <laughs> band, yeah. Addicted to share. Addicted, addicted to, to share. Yeah, and like, oh, it's. I feel like it's kind of funny where both he and mom love like singers, like really kind of like heavy, weird sounding voices. Like mom loves Sting, and then dad loves Share. Like I think that's really funny now. Like examining it. Um, and technically Donna points up to the sky up to her mom, and like that is true because she arrives in a helicopter, so maybe she's just in a helicopter maybe most of the just, time. She's just in like an air carrier in the sky. <laughs> okay, and then performing over Vegas in like a Zeppelin. In the end How dystopian. When she's like um when I got in the end of Mamma Mia One, when it's Donna and Sophie, and she's like, When I got pregnant with you, my mother told me to not bother coming back. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's very much implying that her mom was this like prudish, very uptight, like woman. But nowhere she was a total hypocrite. And it's just, there's just so much that doesn't, that just completely, just completely <laughs> does. Where are Bill's, um, I don't, does he have the eye tattoos on his knees? I don't know. We don't see his knees in this one, but. I really wanted that. And. And the fact that we see pictures of young Sam, Bill, and Harry uh -huh. in Mamma Mia 1. Yeah, and they're the old men, so I don't know what to yeah. tell you there. And also, uh, Colin Firth <laughs> is, like, way more goth than he is. I know. I was like, this like, guy isn't nearly... I wanted He's a not nearly punk banger. enough to be this guy. Like, he looks like a total loser. I was like, God dang it. Well, yeah. he's not very comfortable with himself yet. As, as you uh, see in the big dance number at the end, where you see every single character... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I guess that's when they're doing Super Trooper because I wrote it down. It's it features Ruby, Donna, Rosie, Tanya, Sophie, Sky, Sam, Bill, Harry, Fernando, Young Donna, Young Rosie, Young Tanya, Young Bill, Young Sam, and Young Henry. Yeah. Um. So he sees his own young self in that, and like everyone, like Pierce Brosnan enjoys like seeing his young self, like <laughs> yeah, man. And then like Colin Firth just like looks kind of uncomfortable around his young. Yeah, he's self. like, you just, disgust like, me. <laughs> 
Well, he's just like, oh, you don't understand yourself yet. Yeah. I love Colin Firth. Colin Firth's the best. <laughs> he's the best. I have a mug with his face on it. We know. I wish I had <laughs> we five know. of them. It's already canon on the show. I wish I had ten. We should start them. making them, mass producing Stop them. looking away from the microphone but and talking. my face <laughs> is right here. <laughs> um... So speaking to the music in this, before we go more more into the plot, um, mm. me not being like a huge like uh, Abba head, like knowing <laughs> all like their, I don't know, like some of these felt like back catalog or like B sides <laughs> and stuff like that. Not to insult, <laughs> not to insult anyone. I just didn't know them. Like, well, they are. Uh, they did all the good ones from Momia One. Like, what do you want? <laughs> That's what I wrote down. I'm like, they kind of did all the good ones in the first one. That, that was my negative attitude in the beginning of this movie. I wrote down like the what's the teacher song called? When, when I, I kiss, kiss the, the teacher. teacher. Yeah, I wrote down, I don't like this song. I don't approve <laughs> of them kissing the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> when I kiss so I the a, teacher. I had a very uh, Donna's mom uh, perspective on this movie in the beginning. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe I did too, but, but I just... I just wasn't having fun in the beginning. Like, I don't like any of the no. flashbacks, if I'm perfectly honest. Oh my god, like, I, I really love can't stand the flashbacks. Them. I think she's like, she looks so beautiful in like her she little is, outfit. The actress is beautiful like, and it's fun, ah, but like, so cute. I just am, I'm not drawn to it at all. And everyone in the present is like so sad and like nobody's having any fun. And then like the third act of the movie kicks in and you're like, yes, thank God, <laughs> finally we can have fun. Like, oh my god. And she's like, how many times are we going to keep having this fight? until we realize there's nothing left to fight for. Then they <gasps> hang up, and then she's like, they pass me by on those gray velvet beds. Why does the chorus go? The oh, one of yeah. us is crying. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's so good with like him in New York, and she's like in Greece, and then it's like, okay, dude, in what world are you like, I'm going to stay and be a finance bro at a hotel, then go back to my gorgeous wife at our like romantic in on like Calicari and they expect like Greece. millionaires to show up to this thing too so it's obviously a garnered interest like yeah in what world i don't buy it i don't buy that i think that sky was just going through something because he does oh my god and then and then the guy who was drowning that is the best bit that when donna and bill save the guy who is like trying to go save like the love of his life from like marrying some guy <laughs> and then he like can't swim and then she can't swim either and bill's like oh she can't swim either I'm like how can you not swim you live on an island and then they save her and then in the end like he comes out and he's like do you remember me apollonia and he's like drowning <laughs> Oh my god, wait, isn't the bit before that where they're like, everyone, I saved his life, and like, no one's yeah, paying that's attention. That's my favorite, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> this man saved my life. <laughs> like, okay, no one cares. Oh, We're going yeah, to yeah, a party, yeah! <laughs> yeah! All the fishermen, yeah. That's it. That's a great scene, I think, just because it's just like, you think you're like a big deal, and as you get older, like it's just like a very like, I think like, white boomer thing too or it's just like everyone listen to my story i have a great story to tell and then the thing is he's listening. talking to other white like, boomers shut up, too. old man <laughs> nobody wants to hear you <laughs> and then it's just like oh party sure that's mm -hmm. fun uh maybe i read into it too much uh and i, I, like, I, I like that bill says bring your families too so it's not a weird like yeah. fisherman sausage fest <laughs> and then 
and then Harry's like teetering off and falls into the ocean right. and then Sky and then Sky comes him. out and you're like, Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm just thinking about that scene. I'm like gonna cry. You see, like, this is the part of the movie where everything gets fun. Like, I just still feel so yeah. strongly that, that, like, the first half, first part and a half of this movie is such a drudge, and it's not fun, and it's very, in fact, sad and oppressive. And then the third act it, kicks except in. Except for and Angel like, Eyes. Angel Eyes is Angel Eyes is number. fun. Angel Eyes is fun, yes. Which, but, which bit is that? Angel Eyes is um, when she says, it's incredibly important to remember just what terrible people all men are. And it's when, when uh, Rosie's Sophie. having trouble oh, yeah, yeah. with... No, uh, Sophie Connery. Oh, but I thought Rosie's also having trouble with Bill. No, like that's when talking about that. One night I was taking a walk around the river. Because she's like, hey, listen, girl. Yeah. Look at me that, that way. way. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like... Uh, I like when they like are putting the band together at that like <laughs> that bar or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they're like, it's gonna be the best thing ever, and then just hard <laughs> cut to <laughs> nobody <laughs> being there. And it's like it was. I don't want to really sing hard. about love. And then she's like, just one. Look, look at the like, ah! <laughs> yeah, That part that to me marks um, the turn of the movie where it starts to yeah. get fun again. Me like too, when but she when they actually like sing Mamiya. It's kind of like an arc thing, and like even the beginning, like I even wrote down in a note, like one of my notes, I wrote down this movie's a dump, (laughs) and that's before (laughs) Stellan's twin brother uh, showed up. But just stick with me, uh, audience members, because uh, much like I stuck with the first half of this movie, all the pieces began to 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 fall in place because it's it's like oh Lily Mm -hmm. James, like she's definitely trying to do like a Meryl Streep voice, and I don't know how I feel about that. It feels kind of like. Only Meryl Streep has that voice and that like lilt. It's I so guess. true. Yeah, maybe the right word. I it's thought like she she's trying really to do that. I'm like, oh, a good this try. Is... <laughs> it's a no, good it's try. Sure. Is the for point. sure? It's like a thankless task to do something so specific. And then like she starts singing. I'm like, oh, I think she's like a better singer probably than Meryl Streep. Not to discount her, no, but it's just like, yeah. oh, she's no, like, no, she is a good singer. <laughs> yeah, like she's beautiful. She has an amazing voice. It's just like the content of her arc is pretty like dull. Yeah, it's like pretty bleak in the beginning, like you said, in a lot of ways. But um, she's just finding herself, and I'm like, if I watch it again now, I'd probably be like, yeah, this part's pretty slow. But yeah, um, it just shows you. Uh, I, I mean, it's that. basically Phantom Menace in a lot of ways. Too. Yes, it does have Phantom <laughs> Where Menace it's just vibes. Like, you want to know how the band got together? I'm like, not not really, but like we're gonna just because the you. band is already together. <laughs> yeah, and like some of the some of the songs are fun, uh, but I couldn't tell you which one's which because like a lot of the they like you said that kind of feels like they use a lot of the good ones in the in the first movie mm-hmm. um but grace what are some other songs that like oh start out to you in the, like the first half are there Literally, any other ones you like i i love the why did it have to be me when they're on the boat like because i just think the why choreography, it have to be me yeah like, <laughs> oh I, yeah i think the choreography right. is just so cute like i think it's just done so well and then i I think the scene I want to know where, you know, then she finds out that like um, Sam has a, has a fiance. Oh yeah. I think that scene's really beautiful with her, Mm -hmm. like going through like the, like olive trees and like, again, like the color scheme of like the skirt and like her hair. And like, it's just really shot really beautifully. Is that when she sees the goat? That is when she sees the goat, the motif of Mamma Mia. (laughs) Um, But yeah, those are the, the ones that I, I really like. In the first half, and then obviously, like, the reprise of, like, Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. But 
there's that moment when Pierce Brosnan reprises SOS and it's like like kind of low-key embarrassing. I I like it in the first one. That's when he cried. That's when Tyler cried. (laughs) That's when Tyler cried. What, in this movie? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, we'll get to it. I love it. I love it, but I'm also a little embarrassed, but I love it. Yeah, but it's (laughs) like seeing your, like... It's like seeing like an average dad sing, you know. I like that you, like, you corrected that because I don't get it. He's not very. <laughs> he's not very good, but like he means it, you know. Like I don't know. That's uh, I. I did not cry at that point. I'm gonna pull a Sam Elliott and make sure you know I didn't cry at that point because that's not what I cowboys didn't do. Cry. I'm a cowboy with a big mustache. And on the steel horse I ride. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> That's Sam Elliott's favorite song. <laughs> live or let die. Um, dead or alive. <laughs> dead or alive, not live and let die. Uh, it's dead or alive. Oh, yeah. Dead or alive. Oh. <laughs> we just shattered something. <laughs> Da-na-na. Da-na-na. Da-na. Waving through a window. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know any song. Like, I don't. <laughs> That's how Jose like I'm like the worst guest for this kind of episode, so that's why I'm glad other people like this is Connery's, Connery and Grayson's field. Oh <laughs> you're not a guest, Tyler. You're a host. Oh my god, wait, I'm a guest wait. this episode. <laughs> if I was on, if we were recording on Zoom, I would make uh, Grayson the the host. Right <laughs> you make Grayson the host. <laughs> but then there's also like okay, the moment though of like. Okay, going back, we're at, like, the fisherman house, you know? Yeah. And everything's, like, ruined. They're, like, nobody's going to come. And everyone's, like, so sad. And then they look in their binoculars. And it's, like, <laughs> why are they, like, what prompted that moment? You know, to, like, I'm just going to look out to see it. The beacons binoculars. are lit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, like, it's Harry. And it's like, literally everyone. <laughs> yeah. Colin the part's so is, good. Like, uh, Titanicing. When they all come on the boat. Oh my god, and I love the like tongue and cheek bit of the like, oh, we're all older, so we're winded from that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like that part of the like, so okay, and then like, okay, Friday night. <laughs> it's like so tongue and cheek and like so cute. I love it. Uh, oh, Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> my, and, my. And then, because it's not over, and then like, the crowd opens up and there's Sky and she sees him and you just see how happy she is. Here's in this movie. Okay. In Mamma Mia 1, the point that I start crying is like the slipping through my fingers. And then from then on, I'm just like sobbing. And then the throwing up is like the winner takes it all. And then the screaming is like, you know, every moment after. But like where the crying starts in this one is when she sees Sky and then she hugs him and I'm just like crying. Is Tyler still here? Yeah. Okay, good. He's just agreeing with me. Yes. And then <laughs> and so then she sees him and you're like, oh my God. And then actually I take it back. Where the crying mm-hmm. starts is when Sam sees Bill and Harry and he's like, oh yeah. And they like do like <laughs> their little like daddy dance together. <laughs> yeah. I um, my favorite part is like when Sophie is they find out Sophie's pregnant and then she tells Pierce. Pierce Rosin, right? Yeah. Her daddy dad. Her dad dad. Mm-hmm. 
And then he's well, I told Bill because he's my best friend. And Bill's like, and I told Harry because he's because he's the third guy. And Harry goes, and I told many, many, many people. And I was like, strike that, reverse it. I play Harry. <laughs> yeah. Reverse yeah. everything that's like because that like that is the most me thing to ever be said in a movie. <laughs> and I told many, many, many people. Many <laughs> Bobbins died to give you this information. Many <laughs> Bobbins died. Yes. Um. Uh, so yeah, okay. So I, I I really like the port official guy when when the three dads show up or the two dads who aren't Pierce Brosnan, and he's yeah. just like he's just insulting Stellan Skarsgård even though he looks good. Yeah, he's like, he's like, your he hairline has disappeared. Your face collapse, <laughs> and then and then Colin first shows up. He's like, age becomes you as the tree, the wine, and the cheese. It's just like super Amen. nice to Colin first. <laughs> it was just so funny. And uh okay, okay, I'm sorry. I forgot one other thing that really cracked me up is when uh the girls are just constantly throwing up their drinks when uh <laughs> whenever Bill comes by. That's another thing made me sad. Flashback. Yeah. <laughs> when Rosie is in love with Bill. Oh, it's been like since day one. It's been yeah. since day and that's what kind of really makes me angry at like Donna, where she lacks so much self awareness. But and I understand the sacrifice because Tanya tells her that, like, hey, yeah. like, let it let it happen. But at the same time, like, Donna must have seen something's up. Like, Rosie isn't exactly, like, being, like, coy about her does. feelings. she does. And she's like, are you sure? And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. And she's like, oh, okay. You know? I, um, yeah, I, I mean, guess also, kind I think, of. I think Bill wasn't old enough to, like, want to. Like, he was not ready to be in, like, a committed relationship even until, oh, like, no. the end of this movie after Something he, like, breaks down really and, like, cr- cries about would have Donna. to happen for you to realize the care about somebody other than yourself. And then she yeah. says Donna, and then he starts crying. And it's funny because Rosie couldn't say Donna's name without crying uh-huh. until, like, he's, and he says, you're very strong. And then she says, well, something, something, Donna. And then he goes, like... <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Was that the part that the made you cry, time... Tyler? I want to know the part that made you cry because I love yeah, crying. Yeah. I was just gonna say real quick, like the, that's the callback, like the beginning when uh, Christine Baranski's saying that to her. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like, and don't cry anytime we br- somebody brings up Donna, and she immediately <laughs> starts crying. <laughs> it was really funny, but like heartfelt. Like this movie feels really heartfelt yeah, and legitimately funny. But okay, so basically, when all they get on the boats and they're like, "Oh, it's Harry and uh, Bill," and like together, <laughs> and then it shows queen. all the boats. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only knew that from the uh, Dunkirk meme where Kenneth Branagh <laughs> is like looking out and it's just like, home. what do you see? And he's like, home. And then it's like, da, da, I forgot about that thing. That made, that made me laugh so hard when I saw that. Yeah. Did I show you that? I think so. Probably, yeah. Where it's like the big, like intense Dunkirk scene where like they're surrounded all side. They're trying, running out of evacuating people. And then like the captain turns and he looks at the looks at the oh, ocean yeah. and then he goes yeah. like they're, they're like what is it what do you see he goes home and then instead of like all the boats it's just like all in birth of like so it starts going all the mom oh yeah it's like yeah. home um, i'm gonna make jose watch so this when i get home they oh, yeah. all um they all land and they're just all everyone's just dancing around the island and everything mm-hmm. but um okay. But I mean, the like, why are they there? Just to, just a party, right? It's the yeah, grand they're just opening. a party. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's grand the grand opening. Yeah. So I think I like misinterpreted the scene uh, a little <laughs> bit 
and uh, because I was just kind of like lost the thread a little bit and was like projecting. That's normal. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was just like, man, I want like I just want all my friends to like dance around an island when I'm dead and like celebrate <laughs> like. <laughs> Me too. Like, like that's the kind of funeral I would want. It's just everyone like dancing like crazy around a <laughs> Greek island. <laughs> like that sounds pretty Me. cool. And be like. Me too. I don't know. Man. I don't want the, like, whatever. That's like egocentric to even imply. I'm like, it's I don't not know, egocentric. Someone... You're planning your funeral. Oh, <laughs> I used to plan my funeral when I was in like second grade when I was bullied really bad. I used to like plan in my head my funeral, and it was going to be this really yeah, yeah. elaborate, awesome affair. Yeah. And I'd be like, and none of you are invited. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm okay, but like that's what I used to do. <laughs> I just have to plan mine so I can go become the Batman and then I'll come back. <laughs> I I love this idea. You fake your death at like 45 and then you're the Batman. <laughs> yeah, and well, I'm like... I'm only the old Batman, I guess. But then yeah. Connery's like... He's like Alfred in like the Dark Knight and then he sees you like out at brunch somewhere and he's just like... <laughs> ah, give me a shot! Except he's just like, you lied to me, you bastard. I thought you were dead. I, I would fully go to like, what the You'd be so mad. <laughs> and I'd be sitting there at brunch just nodding like <laughs> As I'm like shaking you by the collar next to like a very much like non-widowed Lily. I'd just be like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, That sounds like the perfect getaway. Like that's like my like, oh, like collect the uh, life insurance and just me and Lily escape to Paris and live there our, our lives. Good for you guys. That's <laughs> my great. long con. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, no, so anyways, yeah, I teared up because I'm like, this is just like really lovely. And then also, um, yeah, just the re- reuniting of the three dads and mm-hmm. um, oh, kills me and all that. So it's good. Oh, and just like the, the scale of the boats and everything and like everyone dancing on them. Like, yeah. Um, it's just like I was just like, especially since the first half of this movie is so like, um, uh, insular, it's like about very much just Donna yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, and like Sophie's story is kind of almost a subplot there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh, like were they worried that like Sophie can't carry the story? But by the end of this movie, I'm like, oh, Sophie can definitely like Amanda Seyfried can definitely like carry this on to yeah, the next she can like, do it. movie and stuff like that. She's <laughs> she's really solid. She's good, and like I, I'm interested in her, where she goes and stuff. But um, and just like yeah, just the scale of the boats and everything. I'm like, this is like, <laughs> this is a little like. Christopher Nolan esque production level, like, <laughs> like it's like they committed. It wasn't just like crappy CG boats. Like maybe they are comped in there, but it looked real, you know. Yeah. So it it looked like everything was real at least. So it's just like oh, it just genuine human emotion of just enjoying seeing a bunch of people dancing and singing. Like right? it's all real. Um, the dancing, the singing, the Colin Firth, <laughs> all of it. And then it's like she finds out she's pregnant, and then she's like. I'm pregnant at the same place, the same time like my mom was. Wow. And then like they are intrinsically tied by the universe itself. And then like I'm sobbing, and then she's like, "But she wasn't alone because that has been Sophie's like fear for the entire trilogy from the beginning to the end." Why do you say trilogy? There are two movies. Because the third one's happening. <laughs> it's gonna it happen. It is. It's been confirmed. It's oh, happening. it's been confirmed. It's by... happening. I went through my Twitter. I found the tweet on Theater Mania Ooh. where Mamma Mia three. I'm on it. You hear that, Tyler? Even if it premieres on Broadway, we got to all fly down to see it. Up. 
up, down, uh, sideways. Anyway. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, that has always been Sophie's fear was that Donna's going to be alone. And that's mm-hmm. why she wanted to get married. That's why her and Sky didn't want to leave the island. That's why she like sought out her mom's dream because she was always afraid that Donna was going to be alone. And then she's like, but she wasn't alone because she had me. And I'm like, this is when the screaming, crying, throwing up starts (laughs) because I'm like, no, this is too much. And Sophie will never be alone. "Mm -hmm." It's more like mom, daughter stuff, like in the the song in the first movie. Yeah. Like a lot. And then, oh my God. And then when she's like, when the flashbacks of Donna and like labor and then Sophie's like baptizing her child and they're like, my love, my life. And I'm and the ghost of Donna shows up, throwing up, screaming, (laughs) ripping my eyelids off. Like, God, (laughs) it's too much for me. That's what I did during election night last year. You ripped your eyelids yeah. off. <laughs> me and Erm just what... like split a bottle of wine and watched Mamma Mia 2 and just like sobbed our eyes out. Oh, okay, good. I was like, you watched election night all the way through and ripped your eyelids off because I nearly did that. <laughs> That's what I do when I watch Todd Phillips' Joker so that I never miss a, a blink of an eye. <laughs> I just can never blink again so I can watch every single frame of that movie. Every frame, absorbing every inch of it. <laughs> Every God, 150, here we come, fans. We're, we're doing the Joker <laughs> Is that when we're doing it? Okay. Yeah, 150 is Joker. <laughs> Announcing it here on the Mamma Mia 2 episode, doing <laughs> Joker. It's really innocuous. No, we have to do it. Oh, yeah. Lordy. Oh. What, was, what were we talking about? I got thrown up. Um, um, Mamma Mia. Oh, um, yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, the, all the, all the uh, fishermen say... Uh, we work more for less and less pay. And I'm just like, oh, that's a bleak commentary of like a sequel thing because this came out 10 years after the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, I, it's just a little line, but I'm just like, oh man, like the world oh, economy no. is getting worse. Right. Oh my God. And like, okay. <sighs> oh, there's the whole part where Sophie is like, uh, like talking about Sky because he's like supposedly on a business meeting or whatever. And and she's just, who is she talking to? Christine Baranski? I forget who yeah. she's talking to. She's yeah. like, maybe he's right. Maybe I should leave this island. And I'm just like looking around her, like everywhere but her in the frame. I'm like, please no. do not leave this island. Like, <laughs> why would you Literally. ever leave? It's like so beautiful. Like, it's paradise. You don't, you don't want to go to a city. You know, he's like, like come no to Brooklyn. And even I'm like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, just like, just live on this island. It sounds perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd pack up and go to New York in a second, but it's, if I lived in Calicary, I'd be like, no. It's the point where Donna in the flashbacks, in the flashbacks, when the woman, when the grandma lady offers her to like live in in like the goat house on the island, mm-hmm. and she says yes, and all her friends are like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? I'm surprised they're not like, can 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 we stay too? Like, can we also do that? Well, because you know, and also I. What I also love is that, again, it's such a testament to, like, female relationships that it's, like, we, again, you can have these friends that you're, like, oh, yeah, we see each other maybe, like, once a year Mm -hmm. or, like, stuff like that. Or these women that you're, like, oh, she's going out and living her life doing this. She's going out living her life doing that. And I'm doing this. And it's, like. She keeps getting divorced. and, uh, And yet you keep track of each other and you keep these like important relationships in your life regardless of whatever you're you're doing 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that, that it's like evident of how many different life phases they've all been through together. Yeah. And it's just like so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I love it because and also like they're such like completely different people. Like Rosie's like a chef and food writer. Tanya's like on her. She's, she's a sugar daddy hunter. You know? <laughs> she's and a sugar then, daddy like, hunter. <laughs> and like Donna is this like Donna's dead. Songwriter. Well, she's dead. Wow. But before she's dead, she's like oh, I run in this amazing, beautiful, like, hotel. Very Lorelai Gilmore. Very. Um. Oh, my God. Don't give me... Oh, Do you have I a whole essay on the comparison between Lorelai Gilmore and Donna? The amount that I could compare Lorelai Gilmore and Rory to Sophie and Donna? Don't even... What do you think started. is the more successful mother-daughter relationship? I... You know what? I think Donna and Sophie. Really? Because I think that I think that Lorelai gives Rory a bit of a god complex. I agree. Yeah. And like yeah. I don't want to give anything away. Like Jose and I are on season three right now. And he's only like this is his first time watching it through. Wow. So I don't want to give anything away. And I watch it sporadically from season one one day to season six the next. <laughs> Incredible art. Also, when you guys eventually get to um Gilmore Girls, part one. We don't do TV series. No, no, no. Hear me out. Gilmore Girls, part one. A Year in the Life, part two. Part three. People are coming for Netflix for a prequel of Emily Gilmore and Richard meeting. Um, which is what I want. That actually, I actually, more than anything. I like that idea a lot. Me too. That could be um, really, really fun. You'd love it, Tyler. I think you should watch Gilmore. Yeah, we'll Girls. cover it. <laughs> we'll cover I like, it. I like, I like a, like a big TV series that has like one movie because I'm like, oh, it's finally an excuse to talk about the TV series without having to do like a whole podcast about like two episodes at a time or whatever. Because it's just, yeah. and then great, we'll have Grayson on to like fill in all the blanks so the encyclopedia of knowledge he has on Gilmore Girls. Oh, I freaking love Gilmore. Fraser to me is Gilmore Girls to Grayson. <laughs> yeah, Gilmore Girls is so good. I'm trying to think of like. Like, you're saying, like, oh, like, female friendship and, like, mother-daughter, uh, like, positive mother-daughter relationship. Um, and I'm just like, oh, like, all of us <laughs> big franchise, like, franchises I like that are usually more, like, genre. And I'm just like, uh, Luke and Darth Vader? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Lord of the Rings? There's, like, two women in it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's, Batman, like, uh, come on, no. Bechdel <laughs> Test. Like, there are these things that it's, like, it's, it feels rare. To mm-hmm. see, you know, yeah. and I feel like Mamma Mia, <laughs> Mama Mia is like, it's so great because it's like, you know, A, it Mamma Mia easily passes the Bechdel test, you oh, know, 100%. <laughs> um, very, very easily. Um, and it's well, does it? Does it? Because they're talking about a guy. Do most you think of the that times. I'm letting you down? No, I would. Look at what we've had when my mother, blah, blah, blah. You know, Mamma Mia too. when she's talking to her friends about, like, I'm just putting the feelers out there looking for our lives, Mm. creating this world for us, Mm. you know? Yep, yep. And and what I I also really love about Mamma Mia is that it's like, you know what? Like, following love, following your heart also isn't a bad thing. Yes. Like, it's not a bad thing to be like, you know what? Having a... Like, a partner in my life is something that's important to me, and I love that. And Mamma Mia's like, hey, 
if that's what your little soul calls to, then that's fantastic. And then they're like, oh, if creating an inn on an island after you graduate college in a degree that I don't know what that's in, but you she probably find got your a business degree in something else. Um, Donna gives me big lib arts vibes. Oh, no, Donna, I'm, I'm talking about like Sophie. I don't think Sophie even went to college. That might be, maybe that's why Sky's going, hanging out with like business people. Because like, Sky was like, I need to learn how to internet. Yeah, I need to learn, I need, I'm building a website and I need to learn how to oh. internet. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say like, I like the idea where it's just like, oh yeah, it's like Sophie being in that relationship with Sky is like really important to her. Yeah. Um, and therefore, I think everyone is supportive of her. But then I think if you think about Sky, everyone is probably just like, yeah, that guy is like fine. <laughs> but it's like more important to her as a character that everyone like supports her and everything. Like, I don't know. Like, is that just me that I got the impression that Sky is kind of just like, especially in the first one, he's like moody, obviously, but like, and he's mostly just positive in this. But I'm like, uh, like I don't know. He's I like, feel he's more moody in this one than he is in the in the first one. Like in the yeah. first one, he just kind of loves Sophie, and there's no really problem with him in the first well, one. Well, in the first one, he tells her he was like, "I set out to find myself, and I found you." Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a really big deal to both of them. And I feel like love and connection was definitely they were on the same plane of that was their highest goal. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like. And that's what made them such perfect matches. And then in Mamma Mia 2, both of their highest goals are something different. Mm. Like their both high school is let's find something successful, mm. you know? And so Sophie's like, let's make this place successful. And then Sky's like, well, we could be successful here in New York. We'd be successful anywhere. Yeah, working mm. at this like this hotel industry, I don't even know. Yeah, some like flim- faceless corporation. Yeah. yeah. This flim flam company. Yeah. <laughs> the flim flam company. Welcome to flim flam co. My CEO is Christian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so then it was like, and and I think it's really cute because you kind of see it like, oh, they rekindle that like, no, that we are the most important things to each other. Not mm-hmm. this idea of like, the most successful option. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see that when he, she's, he's like, there's no millionaires. And she's like, I don't care. And he's like, there's no, like, press. Star, there's no press. And she's like, I don't care. And you're just like, I'm crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's Fernando. And we haven't <laughs> even begun to unpack. Fernando. Fernando, who was this yes. mysterious. Manager. Fox, like. I, where do you begin? He's the manager I, of the yeah. hotel, I believe. More seems. than that, Connery. Where do you begin? He shares lover. More than that, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> there was, was something the in the end. How does he get there? So I don't convenient. know. It's so convenient that he's like shares lover that he's work, but it's like, is he working on the island? Because he wants to get close to her again, but like it doesn't really matter. It just was. But like, it seems it was like he had no reveal. idea. Yeah, it seems like it he had like no a... clue that Sophie was related to her. He's the <gasps> rosebud of this movie. Truly. <laughs> it's like, it was great. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Mamma Mia 2 is on the, the level of quality of uh, 
of Citizen Kane. That's what Amen. I'm saying right now. It's about time it's recognized. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Oh my god! And then the choreography of that scene where it's I place my hand on your shoulder and move my leg twice, <laughs> and you're like, <gasps> amazing. Put the fire. Share. <laughs> her white suit, her white hair, like. <gasps> I'm ready to be a grandmother. Uh, and you're just, and she's like, you are a grandmother. You mean great grandmother? And she's like, no. Mm, let's leave that off the resume. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, she's so amazing. The stars are there's so much, uh, there's so much build up too that I'm like, uh, <laughs> Andy Garcia's like, my my like love of my life left me and it will never happen again. Like uh. he's just like so sad as a character. yeah, he's so defeated. So, so the fact that, like, on top of everything, it's like he has his own whole own song, Wish Share of All People. I'm like, wow, yeah, everybody wins in this, and I love it. Like, you need And then his brother like in the end. Yeah, his brother shows up. And he's the most <laughs> interesting man for yeah. Tanya. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hope his wife is dead. And then he's like, she is. <laughs> she I is. like, tell me his wife is dead. <laughs> <laughs> And then in the end, at like the credit scene when Cher comes out and she's singing, like I was so good tired of everything. Honestly, I was hoping when she came out and started singing that, like Super Trooper, I was hoping believe. a little bit that it was gonna be believe. Do you believe? Like, <laughs> I it also would have made the movie if she started singing Believe instead. If she had started singing Believe, I mean, I'd be six feet under right now. <laughs> so, like, maybe that's good. But, like, had it been Believe, I don't think I would have ever recovered. <laughs> no matter how hard I try. If she came out and sang Believe. <laughs> you'd, so be, uh, you'd be six feet under in a submarine on your way to Mamma Mia Island. <laughs> exactly what I meant. I'd be halfway to Calicari by now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Calicari, thank you. It's uh, Aphrodite! Yeah, he'd pull out your periscope in the, in the submarine and be like, <laughs> it's Harry and Bill! We never talked about the credit song in the end in uh, Mommy and Mommy. There's like the thank you for the music, the song I'm singing, which I, probably was my second favorite song of the entire thing. Yeah. I did. I, that was my Until Next Time. Oh. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was. It's still really good. I was a dancer before I could walk. Mm -hmm. um, did I tell you guys about my Mamma Mia tattoo? You have a Mamma Mia tattoo? I'm going to get a Mamma Mia tattoo. Tyler said yes, and so obviously I wasn't paying attention to something. <laughs> I said no, I um. Said that oh. I'm going to get, I'm, I want to get a Mamma Mia tattoo that says pushing through the darkness still another mile. Oh. And Here it's we from, go again. Exactly. <laughs> it's from that. That song, Ooh, I believe, yeah. Um, I believe in angels and we get everything. I have a dream, yeah. 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 I want a neck tattoo of the three dads in their uh, 70s <laughs> dancing outfits from the first movie. Oh, my God. Then we'll have matching ones. I, like, already have that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on her forehead. <laughs> it's on my forehead. <laughs> Instead of damaged, it's, it's <laughs> lyrics from Mamma Mia. <laughs> it's just one look and I forget everything. <laughs> it's a reference to my facial blindness. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, 
Oh, the crown has made it clear. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I think this movie's not perfect, um, but it no, is a delight. take that back. It is perfect. <laughs> it is cinematic gold. It should be studied in academic yeah. fields throughout the century. And uh, it's just such a good movie, and everyone should watch it. Everyone. I agree. Everyone should definitely watch it. Um, I think the first half, like Connor, you said, like, I feel like there's a little insecurity of them to like be like, oh, we got to have more Donna stuff in here. But like, mm. like I said, I think Sophie okay. really holds her own like her story. But okay, um, <laughs> her extension, her extensions look great too. Yes, yeah. But uh, so but I did really enjoy this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Like I was like, oh, this isn't as good as the first one. But it, I, you were totally right, Grace, and you called it last episode. You're like, this one is just as good as the first one. <laughs> literally, <laughs> it is. <sighs> I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm literally gonna go <laughs> home and make Jose watch it with me. We're gonna watch yeah. it, and I'm gonna sob. And I literally, I don't know what it is, but I think I'm going to cry every single time I watch Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2 because mm. it's just art. Art, yeah. That's, you know, art's supposed and to make happiness. you feel things, and this definitely does. Mamma Mia 2 is art. Mamma Mia is art. Yep. Um, <sighs> how, uh, before before we rank the movies, <laughs> um, well, do either... Connor, do you have any final notes? I feel like me and Grayson basically had our final notes, but yeah, my I guess my final thoughts about this are I pretty much agree. I or, or I guess my initial thoughts are that the beginning and a half of this movie is a real trial for me. Like I think I paused it like four or five times, being like, "Is this done yet? Is this done yet?" Between like the parts that are that, I you're a bad guy. I know. I I. Feel- <laughs> You're a bad person. I'm and a you bad feel person. Bad about it. Yeah, but I don't is the thing. And so, the the younger dudes I feel like are really subpar. I the the younger women on the other hand, um, Don and the Dynamos are incredible. It's almost demented to me that they found people look just like the older actresses. Like it it's is also it's also almost demented that they have the same haircuts their entire yeah, lives. It is I insane. love it. They found their signature yeah. look and they stuck with it. Yeah. But other than that it's funny. It's funny. Pretty much as we've said already in this podcast, as soon as Donna sings Mamma Mia, that's when everything clicks and it sparks and everything gets really, really, really good in the end. Five stars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it becomes like to me from like a two star movie to like a four and a half star to movie. To like a ten star movie. <laughs> to like five yeah, and basically. extra stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it like, just like it, slams on the accelerator, it doesn't stop. Just I was gonna one give this like look. a <laughs> just one look. I was gonna give this like a three or something halfway through, and like and then like the second half, I'm like, this might be my favorite part in like both movies. Like this yeah. whole second half. So mm-hmm. Because it all it's you follow the characters, so you have a longer relationship with them, and I think they write to the characters well, and uh, they're like honest to them, while also throwing in a bunch of fun songs. So yeah, exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, um, I just want to say real quick, MVP for me in this movie is the port official guy <laughs> who keeps <laughs> commenting on everybody. I think he's really yep. funny. I love um, him. And then he also tells, is it Harry to, or one of the dads uh, in like the p- mid credit sequence? Um, probably one of the more. In- mind, 
I'll yeah. be first in line. <laughs> he does. I didn't notice <laughs> that. I didn't do that. Yeah, it's great. It's at the end. Yeah. Oh, as man. like Harry's, as Harry's running away to the boat or whatever. Bill, I forget who, but he he sings that "Take a Chance on Me" to him. <laughs> That's so funny. Away. It's great. It's like one of the best mid-credit sequences I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and he just completely commits to the bit. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, he's honest about it. Um, so yeah, let's rank. Let's rank these. Two movies, soon hopefully to be three, uh, it's but hard. not till twenty twenty eight. It has to come out in twenty twenty eight. Mama three, Mia three. Yeah, oh, that wow. makes sense. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, it's really hard to rank them because I'll I'll tell you when I went to see it the first time, I was like, if there is a plot or conflict, <laughs> I'm getting up and leaving. Or conflict. And, you know, within the first five minutes, I was like, hold up, there's a plot and there's conflict. Is this a Mamiya 2 or Mamiya 1? Mamiya 2. Okay. And so I was like, do I leave? Because <laughs> there's plot and conflict here. Yeah. Um, some people would say that makes a who'd good you, movie. Who'd you see Mamiya 2 with? Or did you see it by yourself? The first time I saw it with Haley and Danny mm-hmm. and Maddie. Aw. And we went to all go see it together. And then the next day I saw it with you again. Right. And um, so I saw it twice in theater. Actually, I think I saw it three times in theaters. <laughs> and then you told me that you thought you liked it better. And I was like, offended? You were offended? I don't know why. Hmm. But... Um, Is there no winning with the ranking system? Yeah, with this for you? I feel like there's no winning. <laughs> I feel like if you're like, I like Mamma Mia better, then I'm like, why? The second one is so deep. And like, I like Mamma Mia too, but well, how come Mama, you don't like Mamma Mia one? <laughs> and, like, and then I'm like, what's your friggin' problem? Um, I don't want to talk about, about the things we've gone through. Though it's hurting me, now it's history. <laughs> exactly. So I just, I, God, I, you guys have to go first with your with your placements. All right. Yeah, Connor, you go. You know what? For sheer joy and amount of like enjoyment I got, I'm gonna say Mummia One, then Mummia Two. Especially considering I did enjoy the first half of Mummia One Mummia Two, but I enjoy Mummia One throughout the entire time. Mm. Tyler, what do you think? Um for me, and I will reverse this statement soon, but um <laughs> I'm in the same boat as Grayson and, and Harry and Bill. Uh <laughs> on the way to the island. Uh, where it's like so hard to like decide which one is better because I think overall the first one is is like consistently better. Although this, they both kind of have like feel a little too long at points. Um, but this one get, was even more enjoyable for me. Um, mm. I think it's like it's like it's like a a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> where Ooh, it's like I'm constantly flip flopping between which one's better because like oh New Hope. Like I think Empire Strikes Back maybe is a little bit better, but New Hope started it all. So mm-hmm. Mamma Mia started it all, but I think like the payoff of two, I enjoy even more. But it wouldn't be there without the first one. So I, it, uh, so but from now on, I'm gonna start stop comparing things to New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and I'm gonna use <laughs> Mamma Mia one and two like situation. Yes. And everyone will be like, huh? And I'm all like, oh, I guess you gotta go oh, see you those movies. Know. <laughs> you gotta I'm know what I mean. Literally tearing up. <laughs> it's yeah yeah i'm like sobbing right now mm. so this is my first of the pod we're making history today Ooh. i don't think there is a one or two ranking it's just wow. number one and number one 
Amen. I feel There's so no losers, set up right only now. Winners. There's only winners on this pod. Me and Tyler are on the same side, and Connor is not. I feel so set up right now. I'm so pissed. That's why I made you go first. <laughs> no, I feel like. I, I really feel like it is such a direct continuation that I'm like, this is one movie because <laughs> yeah. the, the audio that I listened to on the way over here, it was called um, Mamma Mia 1 and 2. Oh. And I was like, you know what? They are one. If this was released, full ah. circle, Niles, please. If this was released like the five VHS PBS <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, I would Snyder watch cut. it. Or the Snyder no, Cut. No, that I wouldn't watch. You wouldn't watch but, four hours of the Snyder Cut? No. Why? But I will watch six hours of VHS <laughs> Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. What if Colin Firth was Mr. Batman? Yes. <laughs> so I don't know All what's I so hard for you to understand. You would watch like a, a four-hour uh, version of Mamma Mia like as one movie like edited oh. together. I'd watch a nine-hour version of Mamma Mia all together. <laughs> like, all the edited-out scenes, they're all just there. No, that's what I did. When I would go to, like, New York, I'd watch Mamma Mia, and then I'd watch Hello, Dolly, and then I'd watch Mamma Mia. <laughs> God, Hello Dolly. I'm really disappointed we can't cover Hello, Dolly on this show, by the way, because that's another really fun movie. <laughs> Such a good movie. It's so good. Barbara Streisand, man. She's, like, incredible. Yeah, God bless. You could do Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers. Eh. Yeah, we'll do Barbara, one Stry- Barbara Streisand is in the second one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just get some babs well, in there. Statistically, we'll probably cover the Meet the Meet the trilogy yeah. uh, before we cover Night <laughs> Night at the Museum, if that is any consolation <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> it is to me, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, what would before we go and do our plugs and everything? What would uh, what's your idea? What's the conceit for a third movie? We got to brainstorm real quick. Oh. Um, Honestly, I yeah. I can go first, so it doesn't yeah, feel like sure. I set up Connery. Um, so you can set up Connery. <laughs> my idea is basically, so it has to come out in 2028, so everyone's even 10 years older. Mm-hmm. I love I love sequels that come out like a lot longer after the first movie. Just like yeah. there's a lot more risk where it could just be like kind of crappy, or it could be great, like even better. Because like oh look at all these people, they got older, and like I got older yeah. with them. So um, good. There's just something automatically enduring to that, but it, basically, I would Come make on, it Frozen like <laughs> age. I would, I would make it like three men and a baby, but they're all grandpas. Oh. Um, so I guess I don't. Maybe I don't want Sophie to die, but there has to be some scenario where she's not around, and like the three dads have to take care of the baby. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Building on that, the three dads have to take care of the baby because Sophie and Sky both. <laughs> The hotel is being bought by a parent company of a <sighs> connect that Sky made in New York. Oh, no. Intrigue. So, so they're like, okay, let's see. Let's read through this contract. They bring it. Maybe they bring Harry, you know? Yeah. So then maybe it's just Bill and Sam. And then Harry's with Sophie and Sky for comedic relief over mm. there of yeah. like, oh, like, we're figuring out, like, should we let them buy the hotel? What would mom think? Blah, blah, you know? Like... All of that, and then other dad squared is taking care <laughs> because Bill and Harry are supposed to be besties. Yes. So then yeah, Bill they're kind of like the comedic. 
Like Pierce, yeah. Pierce Brosnan's like the straight man. He's like the like official dad. Uh, I thought. I thought. Like, oh, Harry, I meant Bill and Sam. Bill and Sam are best yeah, friends. Yeah. Bill and Sam are besties. Oh, Harry okay. goes with the couple, and the baby stays with um, Bill and Sam. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, this is like we're taking care of the baby, the baby yeah. you know." And then that could be hysterical and brilliant. Mm-hmm. Bring in Tanya and Rosie, and they're there too because, yeah. "Oh, you can't do this on your own. We have to be there to make sure well, the baby's it's okay." It's established that Bill is with Rosie at this point, so yeah. Oh my god, that would be so cute. And then they that all come cute. together at the end with Sophie's great aunt this time, Ooh. Dolly Parton. <gasps> don't, don't. Oh, Siler, what a revelation. <laughs> don't say that. I think that would be like the best movie. <laughs> the best yeah. ending to a trilogy. You know? Dolly Parton shows up at the end? What? <laughs> yeah. I just got lightheaded. Like that would be too much. Okay, I have a very different angle. So <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sweating. My thing's gonna be <laughs> My thing's going to be, the kid is 10. I don't know what the baby's name is. So the baby is 10 years old. I'm going through a much more like mythical angle. They mentioned in Mummy in Mummy is Ben 10. Ben 10. It's Ben 10. No, it's a girl. It's a girl. We all know it's a girl. She's probably yeah. Donna. She's probably Donna Jr. Mm-hmm. But her name is Ben 10. Her name is Ben 10. It's no, Aphrodite. It's yeah, exactly. So it, the in the Donnie, answer, they yeah. mentioned Aphrodite. This is going to be a very mythical journey of her. Is her name Aphrodite? I think you want, her name's Aphrodite. I like that. Her name's Aphrodite. She's going through the the whole like island, and it's very much like I have. A it's dream. very much I have a dream. It's a little little like a it's it's. I'm calling it the ultimate lighthearted Pan's Labyrinth journey, where she's kind of meeting all like the very she's, kindest <laughs> versions of the Greek gods. She's of, like, standing talking. on the ocean, and yes. she's like, "Do I have it in me? Do I exactly? Yeah, I want to incorporate I the think new I hear Abba a album. Sweet song. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. it's more like a very mythical ABBA journey of like, I don't yeah. want to hear any comparisons to Moana. If you call it Moana, I'll slap you. But listen, but okay, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. So there's that. Uh, the dads are there. But you know what? Maybe it's all a game of pretend. And she's 10 years old, but the gods are all played by like the her dads. mom. So her because mom, her dad. they're all dead. No, they're not dead. Oh. They're alive in this. Okay, like it's, it's just a giant game of pretend is like okay. this one. But like the whole like ABBA new new like album is there, and they're just playing pretend. And and Donna is there also in the end, and she's Aphrodite. Okay, listen. Or her name's Danielle mm. because in the song, you know, keep an eye on Dan. Oh. Because then her name, her nickname could be like Dan or Danny. Yes. And they could be like keep an eye on Dan. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And Sophie dies, and then oh. it's just her and Sky. I don't want her to of, die. But instead of then her and her mom only, it's her and her dad. Only. Okay. And then it's her plus her three grandpas. So yeah. then she's like, "Who's? Where's my mom? Where's my grandma? Where's my?" feminine influence when mama mia has oh, always been about and that's about mother fa- mother the daughter father relationship oh, now it's about one. a dad yeah and, and now it's yeah. father daughter father daughter okay that's good and it's just a giant game pretend for some reason i have this song in uh the I'm little crying. women musical in my side let's pretend we're flying no, through no, the air so I'm very much inspired by that, but I like the idea that it's Sky and this little yes. and his his daughter and it I just don't want to kill off Sophie like really bad. I do. I think it's you'll, you'll kill Sounds Sophie. Like, yeah. uh, 
Sounds like we should make our own Mamma Mia fan fiction and turn uh, it into three listen. three best-selling books and a movie <laughs> franchise. <laughs> three books and a movie. Grayson, let, let's finish it off. How do we finish it? Oh, yeah. my fan fiction? Yeah. Honestly, I'm really about that. I think that, yeah, I think it'd be really great if their daughter, like Danny, mm-hmm. so she's on the island, and um, yeah, we kill off Sophie. <laughs> so then it's Sky. And the three dads. And she's like, I need, like, my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like, who is going to be this, like, fem- like the, like, feminine force, more like that, that presence, you know? And then more so, I think, about her then. You have to be mother, father, both. <laughs> finding her, like, that kind of love within her female friendships. Oh, okay. How you know? old is she in the new scenario? Like 10. Like 10 like, still, like yeah. Like grade school. Yeah. Like finding those friends that it's like, these are going to be her dynamos. Oh. Like these are going to be her lifelong friends, mm-hmm. you know? And like how she navigates it. Like, oh yeah, my dad runs a hotel and these are the friends I meet. So of course we can still get like, oh yeah, maybe like, Sky, maybe I, I don't think Sky do you would think, have a love interest. Do you think maybe we fast forward like through the years with them yeah, instead? Yeah, I think we grow with her. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, and then the whole mention of like Aphrodite and like mm. then who she falls in love with. And listen, I think it should be a woman. I think it should be a woman woman romance. Oh, okay. And then we could have some like killer ABBA content with that. Mm-hmm. Um it's, because it's like also a, Huh? It's like boyhood. When I kissed the teacher, it's um she was taken by surprise when I kissed the teacher. Well, yeah, because she was looking over grades. (laughs) But it's also like that's a woman woman romance, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then it's like I feel like I feel like then Donna's like like granddaughter, then her being like, Oh, I'm living my life. I'm being, oh, Niles is so happy right now. Um, uh, Mom Mia 3 should just be, uh, like, not even Sophie or anything. It's just, like, their great, great, great granddaughter. Like, just. No, I think it would be so sweet. And she's, like, I'm just, like, rebuilding my life and finding this solitude and this, like, comfort and, like, grace within my own female friendships. And, you know, like. You know, I mean, no offense, but like maybe men aren't even a part of it. You well, know, maybe. maybe she's like, I maybe it's am a boarding attracted school. to women, and it's just all about women. Women, women, women. <laughs> it's all women. It was pitch perfect. Oh, wow. wow, I'm not doing that. Anna don't Kendrick, you do don't want to do Anna Kendrick's Pitch Perfect? No, I don't like that movie at all. Oh wow, it's like not even like. But I it's all about female friendship. It's just a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> What if we come okay. back to it in 2027? Ben Ooh. Platt is in it, though, who is Dear Evan Hansen in Waving uh, Through a Window, window. Nope, Slipping nope, Through My Fingers. We can't, oh. we can't do those movies. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all of our pitches for Mamma Mia 3, and that's our episode on Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Wee. Stay bye, tuned. Bye. Stick with us for another six years so we can do Mamma Mia 3. Uh, <laughs> here we Three again. I don't know. Here we three. <laughs> it's how could I resist? I Guess you. how many much that was it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go for a walk after this. Uh, Yay! Good. 
You de- and uh, listen to the new ABBA soundtrack. Or new oh my God, ABBA do it. You're going to so love it. Do I have you all know how I feel. But, um, You're going to love I'll it. I'll probably like it. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Hansen, thank you so much for joining us. You are no everyone's problem. favorite guest. So I, I know uh, it's hard to book you because you're <laughs> everyone's favorite guest. Because of everyone's favorite guest. It's a tie demand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything to plug before we go? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. Watch Mamma Mia. Watch Mamma Mia. That's my plug. Watch Mamma Mia. <laughs> Sorry. Connie, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of mine and Grayson's voice, you might enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actually play role-playing game podcast where me and four other amazing friends play a Starfinder game. You can check out Grayson specifically on the Cadet Chronicles. Oh my god, those are so funny. They are. Tyler, what do you have to plug? I agree. Uh, I guess just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tiami Vice. Uh, I feel like I'm like barely on social media anymore <laughs> recently, but I'll probably well, you're come so back busy. It. But Tyler um, takes such good pictures of people, and you should hit him up. He does. Yeah, I have a bunch of photos that I've been meaning to upload, and I just like haven't. So <laughs> the last post is from forever ago. But by the time this episode comes out, oh, never mind. Maybe I won't post by then. I'm not gonna hold, <laughs> hold any someday. promises. I'm not gonna hold any promises. Uh, but uh, yeah, follow me there and on Twitter for I don't know, random commentary on movies and stuff. Uh, follow Ooh. us at the franchise at Franchise Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok, uh, every social media basically. Uh, we don't have a WeChat yet. Uh, email us at the Franchise Podcast at gmail dot com for any questions, comments, uh, compliments, concerns. Let us know what your idea for Mamma Mia three might be. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcast. Please. Uh, it'll help us to grow the show. I do it for every podcast that I listen to that I enjoy. <laughs> I don't give <laughs> negative reviews either. So please, even if you don't like us, give us five stars. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you, Nick, Nick Viverka, for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Woo! And until next time, I'm beginning to think my soulmate might actually be carbs. Oh, that was a good one. Yay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.